Okay. Um, welcome, everybody. Um, I have two very important people here. Um, <laughs> I have the former Studio One Fifty One director. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Cloris. I'm the former Studio One Fifty One director. And within the same shot, I have the current <laughs> Studio One Fifty One director. Hello, I'm Ryan. I'm the current, although <laughs> not for too much longer. Uh, Studio 151 director. Yeah, so um, me and Ryan are graduating, um, so I kind of just wanted to get together. And who are you? Oh, I'm. that's not important. Uh, I'm the current assistant director. Um, you've probably seen me around. Um, but I essentially just kind of wanted to talk about 151 and kind of, I don't know, have some, some closure with it before... Um, we might not get a chance for a long time to utilize the space along with on top of this space not might not even exist um, within <laughs> the coming years. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to just talk with you guys. Um, I was uh, I have some kind of specific questions directed towards each of you, but uh, some of them are kind of the same, so I might ask both of you, but some might be a little bit more direct. but um, just gonna just start with Cloris and just kind of ask you how you got involved with Studio One Fifty One or just I guess the Media Lab in general. Um, yeah, so my first year here, I went to the activities fair um, and grabbed a bunch of stuff. Signed up for a bunch of stuff. Um, I actually signed up also for the Collegian and. I had a feeling I couldn't do both, so I was just going to see, like, you know, kind of how they all played out. Um, and then I didn't hear anything back from the Collegian, but I heard a lot of stuff from TUTV. So I went to, like, one of the first um, meetings where they, like, introduced, like, all the roles and everything like that um, and signed up for entertainment producer. And since I was a producer, I was attending the um, producers' meetings and... At that meeting was um, somebody named Jenna, who um, was kind of leading the podcast year at that time. I don't think we specifically had a director role then, but she was, you know, kind of acting as director um, and just leading the podcast studio. I think it was mainly just her at that point. Um, so just through conversations with her, I decided to get involved. Um, I had done some podcasting before, so I was yeah. interested. I'll ask more about that, but I was going to um, ask the same question to Ryan, just how you got involved. I know it might be kind of similar. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> just same. Um, got here two years ago now, went to the activities fair. Um, Sam Moody, the former uh, TV director, uh, caught me at uh, the activities fair for TV. Showed up for TUTV, found out there was podcast studio, showed up for that as well. And then, um, yeah, started making podcasts. And, uh, yeah. Great. Um, so just picking up, uh, piggybacking off of that, um, you mentioned you had done podcasting before. I was just going to kind of ask um, what got you interested Um and what did you like about it? And if you want to kind of explain what your previous experience was, Cloris. 
Yeah, so I went to TCC, Tulsa Community College, before um, coming to TU, and I took, um, I was electronic and broadcast communications, I think, was my, um, like, you know, my kind of, like, degree path, and I took a class called News Writing and Reporting, and it was a very interesting class. It was, like, set up, like, we were going to do our own sort of, um, like, news publication we made like a site and everything and everyone had different roles and so I was a um one of the like managing editors um alongside another person um and that person also mentioned being interested in doing a podcast and wanting to do um like a uh, a true crime podcast and since we were already collaborating as editors and I was actively listening to a true crime podcast I was like yeah I want to join and he needed a co-host and it was like going to be a part of the website too um so we just collaborated on that and that was sort of my first experience I really really liked it and so um then I wanted to keep doing it and I didn't know like TU even had this space um until I like was well into like TU TV um and started like you know getting closer with Jenna so that's great. It's it's kind of a weird um, coincidence, but I remember I was talking to you because we now have a true crime podcast that's being produced out of one fifty one, and um, I think you saw like on our Instagram like the first episode was about um, like the Girl Scout murders in Oklahoma, and that mm-hmm. was like also your first episode, or did you just do an episode about it? So I don't think it was our, oh, it might have been our first episode. We did several episodes, um, and so how it was kind of set up, it was called Messy, and the way it was set up was like, one of us would, we would take turns, one of us would bring like a true crime story, and then the other person would bring something kind of like, um, like urban legend or conspiracy theory based, so, um, and there would usually be like a theme, and, um, yeah, I can't remember what the like conspiracy theory counterpart to that one was, but um, I presented um, or I talked about the um, Girl Scout murders in one of the episodes. Yeah. Can you listen to this anywhere? Yeah. Um, there's somewhere. I think our website still might be up. I can't remember what it's called. Um, but I do think they 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 are somewhere okay. out there. I should probably know that. Um, but. No, yeah, you're good. I, was just I think it was called Messy with David and Chorus. So <laughs> cool. you can look that up. Um, and then kind of back to Ryan, similar thing. Did you have did you do some podcast stuff at your last college or um a tiny bit. Uh I'd recorded a couple of podcasts with the uh UW Film Club. Um hmm, I'm trying to remember what they were about. I know I talked about prisoners. Um, I know I did like a really long, like our favorite movies of like 2019 podcast. Um, yeah, they're out there and I kind of hadn't really engaged with the podcasts. Like I had, didn't really listen to them until like, mm, not until like a little bit into the pandemic. And then I started listening to some film podcasts and that's kind of how I got into like listening to them and then I was like this is kind of something I'd want to do I don't know yeah, yeah I, cool. I hadn't made too many before coming here I feel 
the bulk of my podcast production has been here. Gotcha. No. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense kind of, I mean, for those that know, that kind of makes sense for the kind of podcast series that you made. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, coming from like a film background. As it, did did uh, your last university have like a, like did film studies have its own little studio or did like, uh, we, was there like a universal or like was it a very like put to, together? I'm trying to remember how we recorded those. I, I want to say we just set up like one of yeah. those blue the snowball snowballs the like blue snowball. in the center of the room yeah. and just talked <laughs> oh yeah. that's great <laughs> yeah. hey i'll go start somewhere yeah. you know what's funny is like at um tcc their podcast space is actually pretty nice yeah like it was um very well like you know here that it's not very like soundproof mm -hmm. in terms of like noises coming in but like there's already been a door shut yeah there's yeah been a couple <laughs> but at tcc it was very like in a very like low traffic area of the building um very well soundproof um yeah it was just a really nice space yeah i think this one's just cool yeah like yeah. being in a I, ticket booth <laughs> yeah i do love it here but yeah. yeah it was just kind of interesting seeing that from like I don't know. I think like at a community college, it maybe wouldn't be as like nicer put together, but like it was better. Yeah, and mm -hmm. had like newer technology for the most part. Yeah. But I still love mm -hmm. this little space. Are you gonna say something? Right oh, now? I was just thinking about there's like those little rooms down that way, like for taking pictures. Oh, like yeah. Like near the dark room, I feel mm -hmm. like that would be like a less mm -hmm. and get less outside noise. Yeah. <laughs> um. Next thing, so you you've kind of meant kind of gave a little bit of an overview, um, course, but I I am just curious on like what, um, the studio one fifty one was like when you first joined. Like, was this space already made when you joined? Because I know like you, it was the former cry room. Had you recorded in there before? <laughs> <laughs> to to clarify, the cry room was like a little tent in in uh, TUTV studio that had like. A, a TV, it's yeah, yeah, the this two stuff. Yeah. walls in here, yeah. um, that made like a little dark tent, and there's like a TV mm -hmm. in there, and like some mic. So I didn't, uh, yeah, I, I just didn't really know. I don't know if you could elaborate on like kind of where it was at when you joined. Yeah, so it wasn't the the cry room was established as the cry room when okay. I got here, um, but this space was all set up. Um, we didn't have any of like the lighting in here. It was literally just like whatever like the really annoying lights um oh you're saying not even like like the yellow panels but like the whatever those are lights oh wait this yes like that, the big that, one. Oh, it was no 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 okay, it was okay, a little okay. like circular i was gonna like, be like that's gonna be rough if one, it just was like the one like no 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 it was just these lights um so yeah it was still it was pretty much unchanged for the most part. And we had, I think, one less mic, um, which we then added in because at the... Did you want to know, like, how the podcast yeah. studio was? Okay, so at that time, um, like I said, it was mainly just, like, Jenna running it. Um, and then... And she was just a student? Yeah, she was a student. I think she was a senior. Um, yeah, she was a senior. And... Um, there wasn't really anybody else. So um, she had the idea to like how to start getting people like involved was she wanted there to be or we wanted there to be more um, collaboration between 
151 and TUTV, especially because TUTV was more established. So using TUTV as a way to kind of like get Studio 151 off the ground. Um, so she would do segments where pretty much um, it, there'd be like deep dives into like one or whatever of the stories in the TUTV episode. And she would have the um, producer come on for that. So I would come on for like entertainment stuff. Um, and then we had Will, who was news. He would come in for news. And then um, Harry was sports. And then like from there um, it is actually the entertainment episodes that took off and got more people wanting to be involved. Um, and so we I remember we would like literally have like two people per mic just like crammed in here and people like taking turns, like moving out of the way to use the mic. Um, especially for like our movie reviews. Um, I remember one of them, I think it might have been um, maybe either Infinity War or Endgame. But we did a review over one of those um, of like the Avengers films. Huh. I thought yeah. Endgame came out my senior year in high school. Mm. 2019, yeah. 2019? I thought Infinity War. No, Infinity War came out. Before After that, I graduated from high school, 2018. 2018, yeah. I'm saying Endgame, I think, was 2019. Endgame okay, so then it was probably Endgame that we did a review over. Yeah. Um, maybe we did both of them. It might have been both. I don't know, but it has nothing to do with Avengers. Um, and there was quite a few people that were like crammed in here. So yeah, I kind of um, what where things really started to like take off was with our like movie reviews, um, or just like generally like entertainment commentary sort of stuff um and we had a pretty like solid group of people who were consistently coming there's maybe about like five of us that were consistently on episodes how did you end up getting like the offer to be director where you just you think you're kind of the most involved with it or um yeah so I think, yeah, I was probably the most involved. I was also pretty close with um, Jenna and was talking with her a lot. And she specifically wanted me to take her job. Um, everybody else was, like, great. But I think I was the only one who was, like, really um, involved and, like, really passionate about it. Um, so I remember her, like, very specifically saying, like, I want you to take over the studio when I'm gone. Um, and then from there, I just worked with Justin um, and for my first year, I mean, the, the pandemic hit, um, so everything was virtual and we like had a really hard time with like the podcast studio, but that was my first year as director. Um, and so because there wasn't really, how did you, and if Jenna was running it, but sorry, the pandemic hit our, your, our, both of our first year here, mm -hmm. how it, are you well, director? So it started in spring of 2020. Our first yeah. semester was fall 2019. And so oh, she was okay. graduating spring 2020. And I started as director technically summer 2020, but okay. fall 2020. You. Yeah. Sorry, I wasn't trying to critique you. I just was no, a little confused. Um, but yeah, so for like that whole like 2020, fall 2020, spring 2021, um, I was still able to or like allowed to I guess be both entertainment producer and studio 151 director because um 151 was struggling because we couldn't do anything really um and we were trying to just like you know figure out how we could still do podcasts um 
And then whenever we were back in person, then I had to give up my entertainment producer role and just focus on the studio since there, you know, was more opportunity and more things to do here. Yeah, awesome. Thank you for sharing. Um, I was gonna, I was gonna kind of ask because I feel like me and, and Ryan just kind of, kind of figured it out. But I, I was curious on like how were kind of the roles between uh, director and assistant director kind of decided, or like how how did that kind of your relationship and like work ethic kind of like function there? Um, between. The... I know I know you had two assistant directors, but I'm just like mm-hmm. in terms of like the separate roles, like between assistant director. And I get like kind of what did you do and what did your assistant director do? Yeah, is that what you're asking? Yeah, because essentially. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. essentially, Caspian and I do the same thing. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So, um, how it kind of came up was that I wasn't like initially, um, we didn't want me to be taking control of the editing um and so that was what is that noise there's someone shutting that door oh no i hear like a little like like a ticking yeah i mean that's been going on the whole time really i guess i just noticed that sorry no um so yeah so we wanted um specifically like the assistant assistant director would handle like editing posting things like that and i was kind of more high level making sure that things were going out on time, things were, um, you know, being recorded, kind of managing who was in the studio and when, um, and like outreach and things like that. So I was like very high level, whereas my assistant director would be in control of most of the editing, um, which backfired. So that's probably why now both of you guys, you know, have a hand in that because it didn't really work out. Because it just, the editing takes more time than I would assume scheduling and planning. Yeah, well, that and also um, I kind of went through a rough patch with my assistant directors where um, with all the peace and love, my um, original assistant director dropped out um, about halfway through the semester. And so there was um, and during that time, there had been sort of like a buildup of episodes that needed to go out. Um, so we had all this like buildup of content plus no assistant director to like kind of help me manage that. Um, and then finally we had someone who stepped in um, and then things started to get back on track after that. But I think and also you. I was going to say, did, is that the time when I just started editing my own yeah, episodes? Yeah, yeah. And then Ryan just started editing his own episodes because. Nothing was coming out. <laughs> yes, because it was a nightmare. Yeah. yeah. Um, and again, it was something that I didn't really have time for and that like we had established early on, I didn't have time to do that. So that yeah. was something that I needed like an assistant director and we wanted to have an, um, an editor also. also. But um, I think that was another conversation that got you know stretched out through the entire year um, of just like, do we have like the money for somebody to do that? And then it was like, okay, well they need to do like all the paperwork and stuff like that to make sure we can have like an editor position. Um, and it just didn't happen for, you know, when I was there, it just didn't work out. Um, so yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I understand why that was, that was hard. And like this job would be really hard doing it on your own. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was something that even Justin had said, he was like, you absolutely need an assistant director because like they've had it before where someone is just kind of running the whole thing and that doesn't work out. And 
that kind of happened again. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting kind of seeing that progression because now we're about to have two co-directors. There's not going to be um, no assistant, assistant director. Or, yeah. Interesting. Um, I, it was something that they had suggested, but I supported because I was like, it's kind of what me and Caspian are doing right now mm -hmm. anyways. Like, there's no real difference in the role. Like, yeah. I send more emails to Justin than he does. <laughs> like, that's about it. Yeah. Um, we, you know, both edit. We both post stuff. We both, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask if you remember, Clarice, your first podcast you recorded here. Um, it might, you know, when you said you, you showed me these questions, I was like, I'm going to look it up. And then I did it. I think it might have been a Joker review. Yeah, because that came out with my freshman year. Yeah. So I think it was the Joker review, um, which I was very excited about because I love that movie. So, or it was either the Joker review or it was the a review of It Chapter 2. Those that, happened that, very close far together. Down there too, yeah. And that was... Yeah, those both happened very close to each other. So it was yeah. one of those two. It was it was a movie review either way. Mm -hmm. I think it came out earlier. Which one? It, Which one? Which one? I think it came it, out earlier I know those, in the so year. Yeah, that's probably it. I just know those both. I feel like came out. Or well, you're, if you're saying it came, out. I know I know 100 Joker came out in the fall of 2019. And yeah, I remember going to see it before school started. Oh, interesting. but. School started like se late in September, so that could not mean much. <laughs> but I could have sworn Joker was like October. Interesting. Do you, yeah. Do you remember your first episode? Yes, it was a very bad idea. <laughs> um, it was. It was. It was myself and uh, Bryce. Oh. And we we Is that talked. Dune? No, no. We we. I thought it would be fun. If we talked about our favorite movie from every year, from <laughs> since we were born, so like twenty plus movies <laughs> each, yeah. <laughs> so forty. It's, it's, it was like it was oh like God. it was like it ended up being like an hour and a half long. I think it's actually longer. I don't. I don't remember how long it is. Yeah. I I thought wild, it was a good idea, and then wild. we sat down and started talking, and then like we got like halfway through the movies, and we were at like forty five minutes or like getting close to an hour, and I was like, oh, this is. <laughs> I mean, me and you have gone on some long, yeah, long episodes, but it was just but yeah. Like, I feel like that more happened, except for the Pokemon episode, but yeah, I feel like most of the time like it's kind of natural, like we just keep talking, but like I like maybe the like candy tier list two words, like oh, like we gotta keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it it would have been something that would have been good if it was like split up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, okay. that was the first one. I can't remember. I think like the first time at least I had ever used the studio was just for a school project. Um, it was me uh, and Ray, a uh, media studies major, oh, which yeah, I, I think he was with in senior project with me. So I don't know last semester. So I don't know if he's already graduated or he graduates um, this spring. But we um, interviewed, I believe, like someone really high up or like potentially the founder or like main person in control of the Tulsa Athletic, um, which is like a, a Tulsa soccer club. Um, and we just interviewed him. Um, but 
is really cool. Um, I had never used the studio before, and that was my first time. Um, moving on, so like, uh, so when me and Ryan realized that we have a YouTube channel and that there's videos on it, um, you guys have like a review crew. <laughs> Uh, so I was just going to ask you about that and how mm -hmm. it came to be. And like you guys also recorded over the summer. So I was yep. kind of curious on how that uh, how that worked. Yeah. So if you watch those, they're not very good quality. Um, so it was just the product that I think of us, you know, we had all gotten like pretty close doing like um, our movie reviews. And so we started something called Review Crew. Um, because it was all like the same. I think there was like I said, I think there was like maybe five of us, I think, um, who were a part of review crew consistently. Um, and we would just review movies. It wasn't ever like specifically like new movies coming out. It was like I remember one time we we did do that. Like we reviewed um Uncut Gems and then uh another Adam Sandler movie. I think we had a little Adam Sandler thing going on, but we also reviewed Click, which I stepped out of that one because I just didn't want to watch that movie. Um but yeah, so uh when like the pandemic hit, we um I I I guess we just like still wanted to do episodes and still wanted to record um because it was something that was really fun for us. So we just hopped on um, a Teams, Microsoft Teams call, which is the worst. I hate it. Hate, yeah. When TUTV, you started using Teams, yeah. I was like, this mm -hmm. is so confusing. The and then it we switched the to Discord and everything got better. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Discord's so much better. Um, so, um, yeah, so Teams, awful. But so we would just like record on that. And I think, and Jenna had wanted to do. Um, some sort of like video component because we had had that YouTube channel for a while. And so she wanted to like, um, you know, utilize that. Um, and so I think maybe the first one that we did when the pandemic hit was like, um, the, the, oh my God. Loki? Tiger King. Tiger King. Oh. I was a oh. Lion King. So I that, mean, yeah. that episode has the most plays on our. Yeah. We really capitalized on the, the Tiger King yeah. like yeah. craze. So. Yeah, yeah, that's like our, at least just audio wise, that's our most that's played. Our most mm -hmm. played, yeah. Nice. But yeah. it's like significant margins, yeah, I feel yeah. like. Wow. Yeah, that one's really fun. Also, because I remember Will like making, like as we were recording, making this like really funny. Because I think at some point, like We Bought a Zoo was like referenced. And so, like, as we were recording, Will was like making this like little like picture and he like, took like the poster for we bought a zoo and replaced all the images with just um whatever what is his name i don't know so he's the tiger king's yeah, name yeah, yeah. yeah him Dope's and then it. somebody else from it and it was just really really funny um so yeah it was a great time and we also developed um or we made like a um, little like um sort of like cover because there were like cover images sort of for like some of the other podcasts like uh ball talk was another one um that like was an ongoing series i think with harry and um devin um who was the former sports uh producer for tetv um but yeah so for like for review crew it like we all just like took pictures of ourselves doing poses and then they're like little silhouettes i don't know if it ever got used um but yes we really like leaned into it um and i think we continued it through the summer and then we brought it back um or i tried to bring it back the next um summer with uh loki 
And so we did like a similar thing. We even got Justin on one of the episodes um, and he tells us the story about how he ended up at a furry convention. He and a bunch of like media studies, like like scholars and like professors ended up at a furry convention. It's really funny. And I don't I think that's one of the episodes that maybe never got like Justin erased it. No, (laughs) (laughs) it got caught in like the editing. It was I was very, very excited about that because it was a really good episode Um, and really cool to have him on there. But yeah, that was something that happened over the summer, too. Yeah, I was going to. So how did the were TV producers just automatically like Studio 151 producers? Because I'm a little because like I know previously, like on our Instagram, you like introduce like producers so they were so because um initially we wanted studio 151 to to be very like tied together um they weren't automatically producers i think it was something that they kind of volunteered for because initially the producers were coming on as um you know doing these segments and then we did end up wanting to follow the format kind of where there was you know entertainment sports and um news podcasts and i think that's even something i mentioned like one of our like first meetings when we actually met in person was that like our goal was to have just so we could have like solidified content that was coming out um that there would consistently be an entertainment and news and a sports podcast and then if somebody wanted to do something else that's fine too um but we figured because we could have some sort of collaboration with tv and pull content from there then we would at least like have something and get some awareness um and then like i said if people wanted to like branch out or if someone had like an idea and just wanted to do a podcast they could do that too um but yeah so that's why there's like there were like producers um they were pretty much just the same from tutv and then um just wanted to be a part of studio 151 so we developed that kind of model out of that gotcha yeah you, you kind of mentioned some i was just kind of curious about um like your time being a director like um like what podcasts were being produced like what series because mm-hmm. i there was like kind of the unique one with like kaden did the like something slice that, one that yeah. one was really cool yeah. yeah um it between two slices i think was what it was called um and he would like interview somebody over like um uh like a pizza um like he would order pizza from like different like a different restaurant um or a different like pizza place and they would like kind of he would interview them but he would also they would also do kind of like a little review of the pizza um so that was really cool um we also i um tried to get a halloween series going and i think there were ended up being like a few episodes of that coming out um which you guys ended up also doing a halloween series right which Mm -hmm. made me very happy because that's all i wanted um and we got a few episodes out of that when i was um director um, trying to think I of think else. there's still an unreleased episode. There's there the Goosebumps one yeah. where Sarah and Kaden and my and me. Oh, you were in that? Yep. Oh, I didn't Wait, know did that. Did you do one of the Goosebumps episode? We read Choose Your Own Adventure Goosebumps oh, novels. Right. Yeah. On from Dude, I, Internet Archive.org. <laughs> or did I sabotage that because I wasn't on the episode and I didn't want it to come out? <laughs> Just kidding. That didn't happen. Um. <laughs> we do still have it. Though. Yeah, it's somewhere. Because we wanted to release it during our Halloween series, but then we already did like seven episodes, yeah, we and just, we just mm-hmm. like ran out of time. Yeah. Um. But 
yeah, so we had like a little Halloween series. Um, you had what's, what's on, on our screens. screens. Um, I'm trying to think of what else there was. I feel like there was there a couple was of Ball one. Talk episodes. Yeah, that, um, Ball Talk was still Brenton. coming out. Yeah, Brenton and um, DJ. Yeah, DJ. Yeah. Um, we're doing that. Um, I feel like Sarah had maybe one. I think she, she wanted to start a book one that never a book one. Yeah, went off. Uh, we because there was somebody else who was supposed to do it with her, and they fell off the face of the planet. Yeah. So this <laughs> is um. So yeah, I think those, and then um, I think, like I said, I think the last like maybe review crew kind of thing we did was that summer with Loki. Um, so yeah, yeah. And that seemed like something you really enjoyed. Yeah, I really, really, and, and I wanted to be on more podcasts, but again, I think it was kind of framed as like, um, and you know, I didn't really have time, time for that. And I honestly didn't have time for it really. Um, but yeah, review crew was really, really fun and I wish we could have continued it more. And also because a lot of like the original, like members of review crew, I think like one of them transferred. One of them dropped out. Um, two, I thought. Never mind. Oh, maybe two of them did drop out. Oh, one of them was going to transfer, then just dropped out. So two <laughs> dropped out, um, and then one graduated, and then one of them I don't. Oh, uh, he went to England to study abroad, and then I was here. I thought you were gonna be like, and never came back, or no, something. <laughs> <laughs> it came back much different. <laughs> Um, so yeah okay cool uh i just this was just gonna be used as like a segue to ask ryan a couple questions but i just was gonna ask how you guys met i'm assuming just the career fair but i don't know if there's anything else to that no <laughs> I, just, fair. I just started showing up Activities to fair. yeah sorry yeah i Not keep i keep fair. i keep yeah. saying that my bad. yeah i just started showing yet. up to meetings through uh tut i think i went to tutv I don't remember how it all happened. I, I got there through to UTV or yeah. the activities fair, just tabling. Yeah. Yeah, you guys did a good job. You you and Harry, I feel like did a good job mm -hmm. of advertising Studio One Fifty One in TUTV. Or we didn't really do that. But... I feel like the membership was just not interested. Yeah. Well in like not this current in doing... like this current membership is just not interested in podcasts at all. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah. OTU TV members. Yeah, yeah. I, I was oh, just, I, I was just saying, I feel like you and Harry did a good job of like using TUTV yeah. as an outlet to like recruit people, whereas like gotcha, gotcha. Most of our people have come from outside. Actually, we only have one person that that is is Betty that does TUTV mm -hmm. and Studio One Fifty One. And I think she just started doing this first. I don't. Was she showing up to TUTV? I, I feel like I remember her showing up to both meetings. Yeah. like within the same week. Yeah. Um, but it's just kind of funny because I feel yeah. like when you were director, most of, if not all, the people that were involved with Studio 151 were a part of TUTV. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Yeah, it was really interesting because um, it was really difficult to get people to join um, and to, like, you know, show up and, like, want to do stuff. Um, because we had, like, I remember, like, in 2020, um, we had like people who came to like our virtual meetings and you know kind of telling them like we're you know trying to figure out a way to do this like if you want to like stick around and you know be a part of that um i think the only person we got out of that like whole year was brenton shout out to brenton mm -hmm. love him um but otherwise people just like fell off like they, they were just 
gone. They just like ghosted me. Um, and then, yeah. And then I, because we like, I think we actually had like our first um, meeting. It was just like a media lab meeting. So it wasn't just like 151 or TUTV. It was everybody because our tables were together. And um, that was like our initial strategy was like the first year, like TUTV and Studio 151 would be together. Once, you know, 151 is kind of established then it would break off and be separate and they would have their own tables. Um, but we were like together um, in one table and um, so people could sign up for both TUTV and 151. And even if you can't, you signed up for TUTV only, if you came to that first media lab meeting, like you were, you would hear the pitch for 151. And so we just had a lot of people that were signing up for both because they were hearing both or were there for both, hmm. you know. Yeah, got you. Yeah, we we were next to TUTV, but like still there was like space between us. Yeah, there was like a weird like walkway. They were like, yeah, we got you. We'll put your tables next to each other. And then there was like a walkway between us. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's that was ultimately like the goal at some point, because I like like I said, like the idea was like get 151 established, have them be tied together, but then eventually, you know, break off and be sister organizations but like not be reliant on the other yeah which yeah. I, I think we're i think we're, we're yeah. pretty close yeah. mm -hmm. if not there yeah yeah i would i would agree um i was just gonna kind of ask you ryan of like how like i mean it's kind of obvious why like why you chose to do what's on your screen just because you have like a big background in film but i i was just curious on how like you kind of structured it um because it seems like you kind of just like there is no structure okay to okay any of them. well well yeah. i feel like you at least had a structure in the sense of like you wanted new people on to at talk the, about at the start um i had um wanted to do just like new release stuff um but it was hard to get people on who were watching stuff as quickly as I was. Yeah. Um, that's just like, that's, that's a me issue. Um, yeah. So I sort of shifted to let's do more retrospective stuff. I mean, we still do some current stuff. Like we talked about The Last of Us and the Mario Brothers movie. But we did Knock at the Cabin too. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's more, but yeah, but yeah. I mean, I mean, you've you've recorded with me. There's I usually don't come in with a plan. Yeah, <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe maybe they'd be better if I did have a plan going in and like questions and stuff. But so I feel like I feel like when I go, when I start to structure it, I structure it too much, and then it just becomes too much of a like I'm reading a script and I. Yeah, there needs to be a balance. Don't allow, yeah. Like, uh, I have a whole list of questions here, but. Yeah, and that would be good for, you know. <laughs> but, but, yeah, I'm just. I, 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 I feel like when I when I start planning like that, I just rely too much on the, yeah. the plan. Well, and I mean, I'm not trying to inform, but, like, I know, like, I, even I hear things and then, like, want to ask more about it. And I, I like, like, being able to get off track and then come back to, like, yeah, the structure. Yeah. I think that's just. I mean, I don't know. No one wants to listen to like a super structured podcast. People want kind of like raw and authentic. Well, in yep. true crime, You're there right, is a it. thing like even I mean, even think about like Crime Junkie, which is like the one that got me into podcasts. Um, they're very structured 
and you can tell they have a script, but like they deliver it in a way that makes it seem like it's an organic conversation. Yeah. But you can tell yeah. it's still yeah, scripted. That, like, Go I, ahead. Oh, I was just going to say like some structure is always good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But like once I feel like I always go to in, like depth into what I how I structure it. and Yeah. Yeah. It just yeah. depends on what you're trying to get out of a podcast. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think like Crime Junkie, it's more kind of like a journalistic, not that, so like you kind of have to know your stuff and like have to, like you're telling a story. Mm -hmm. Whereas like a, like a chat cast or something that's just yeah. like kind of bouncing off each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, which both have a place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, oh, I, I, okay, so this is for both of you. I, I guess I'll start with Cloris. Um, so kind of, when you first realized you were gonna like take the role of director, um, I just was gonna kind of ask like what you wanted to like bring to it. What did you think like was lacking? I mean, obviously it seemed like there wasn't like a whole lot of structure around it. So maybe bringing that structure was kind of only what you were trying to bring, but. Yeah. Um, oh, we're we talking to me first or? Yeah, either or. Oh, okay. Go for it. Okay. Um, so I, yeah, I wanted there to be more structure, but I also just wanted there to be more people um, because like I knew we were losing quite a few people um, between like, you know, the spring and like the fall. Um, so my biggest thing was I just wanted, um, like I said, for there to be like a structure, but also just to see it grow. Um, yeah, I think that was kind of my biggest thing i wanted there to be some sort of like social media presence too and so we were trying to work with um the person who was like in charge of social media for tutv um that had some growing i think a lot of it i mean a lot of 151 during that time was just going through growing pains um and you know so it was just kind of a lot of trial and error but ultimately what i wanted was i wanted there to be consistent content coming out yeah. of the studio yeah, we kind of ran into that issue too. Like we wanted to do more social media because we've only started that this semester mm -hmm. and nothing against this person all, but like I, we had talked with someone that was like going to make like a template or like something that we could use and it just yeah. never ended up happening. And so I think, I don't know, me and Ryan just wanted, you know, you, you want to like contribute or collaborate creatively yeah. as much as possible. And so like, that was just something that like, I, I eventually just like went on Canva and <laughs> yeah. and made something and then like then yeah. like we kick it off. And well, and if you really want to have a social media presence, you really need to have like somebody that's specifically dedicating their time to that and like working with like, you know, the directors or assistant director, whoever in the studio to like develop that content. But I mean, to have like a certain level of, I think we're kind of seeing that like right now where you might want to cut this out but um like just where it there really is value in having somebody that's dedicated to social media and somebody who's not doing social media for the media lab entirely like both TTV and 151 like they both need their individual social media people because that's where you get like a lot of like news and like traction out about like what your organization's doing and like what's coming out of it because like you can post like or you can like publish your you know episodes but I mean how are people going to find it and I think there's you're still kind of running into the issue of like people not knowing that Studio 151 exists or like even that like the room is you know yeah. here which it's gotten a lot better of people like learning about it like for me it was like people literally had no clue um and were very confused and you yeah. know but it seems like that's getting it's still present but it's getting better like people still have are getting more awareness yeah it's been cool like we've been working with esports 
um, Betty's Culture Swap has been bringing a lot of like um, people in leadership roles and other organizations. Um, and I, I feel like I just keep hearing people being like, I didn't even know this here. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, yeah. it's really cool um, getting that kind of recognition. And people are always like, this is so fun. Like, this is so cool. So it's been really cool to see. Yeah, I was just going to say, uh, I kind of had the same goals going in as yeah. I mean, just like more podcasts. I think that like spring before I took over, I think I was, I think myself and you guys were the only ones who were making podcasts. Um, and there's been a lot more podcasts <laughs> produced out of the studio now. So, um, mission accomplished, I guess. <laughs> For sure, yeah, I 100% think mission accomplished. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, I guess I was getting, I should maybe answer some of these questions. Um, and just briefly, um, I just got involved because uh, I was a media studies major and. Um, basically every class I ever took, I had Sam Moody, um, trying to recruit people, um, to UTV. And I did, and I, I know I've already talked about this in like my senior spotlight and, and TUTV and other stuff like that. But, uh, I was like really interested in my, my senior year in high school. I, I went to Tulsa Tech and I did sound engineering. Um, but it wasn't only like emphasis on audio. We, we learned like the basics of just like, um, filmmaking and all that and um i really enjoyed it and i really did want to get involved because there wasn't really any production-based media study classes aside from these clubs um so i it ended up i wasn't able to join till like my sophomore year just because covid and having classes at the time um but um was just doing tv to tv for a while and then i was (laughs) it took a class with bruin and i was obligated to record a podcast for my um senior project and uh, Cloris even came into my class and like um, gave a little lecture on like podcast mm-hmm. tips, um, and I scheduled a time and did that project. Had a really fun time. Uh, it had been a while since I had worked with audio um, since I did in high school, and I just like really enjoyed it. Um, and then the next year, me and Cloris were in a class together, and we did a whole semester long podcast series, um, which was a lot of fun. Um, and just further, further got me interested, um, with the club. Um, yeah, I, I have a few questions. Uh, these are just for everyone. Um, this is like pretty broad, but I just was going to ask, like, got any favorite memories? (laughs) That's what I, I was just going to like. First of all, I just feel like I've spent so much time in this room um, and there's been a lot of funny and just really meaningful things that have happened here. But um, I just even when we worked for the project, I was just saying that me and Cloris did for a semester long was our um, cyber podcast for cyber dummies. Um, I think it just was like really funny because like we the goal was having two media studies majors work with two um CS majors and kind of trying cybersecurity. To, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, cybersecurity majors and basically just trying to make a lot of like cybersecurity information and just like cyber 
safety tips and stuff like more normalized. Um, and it just was like really fun and funny. The two people we were working with um, had like really big personalities and um, it just was like a really, really funny collaboration. And like, <laughs> um, and I just remember just me and Cloris just having to like, um, it, it was like a, it was like a really confusing puzzle of like getting these really intelligent people to like slow down and kind of like break things down. Um, which I think was just, you know, a learning experience for us, but also for them. Um, were they seniors? No, they were both freshmen. Oh, who was on there? Uh, Ethan and Stubblefield and Chase. I, I think uh, something starts with, it starts with a K. I don't know either one, so uh, I thought they might be people yeah. that I knew, but I feel bad if we didn't know Chase's last they're name. They're both K-SIGs, I think, too. Um, but that was a really good experience. Um, another one that like comes to mind is just like being you. I don't know. This is a few weeks ago. I mean, oh, when we were trying to rearrange yeah. the studio. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> like, I don't know what, I think it just was like middle <laughs> semester. You're just kind of beaten down and like. Yeah, neither I, one of us wanted to do yeah, anything. Yeah, just like productive procrastination. So we were like, let's clean the studio. Um, <laughs> yeah, we vacuumed in here. We moved like a shelf on top of another shelf and made more space and, and then then we like we're trying to find uh, we're trying to rearrange the tables to see if we can uh make more space and stuff and it it got really weird because like this is still one of the funniest things that probably happened this semester but like we moved this table completely the other way and we just were sitting in it because we thought it might be cool to like be able to like have the mic here and table here and then like also be able to like do this so it's kind of I don't know. We had we had like this table going like this way, okay. and then there was like two tables, like a classroom this, almost. Yeah, Wait. this table didn't move. Yeah, there was an extra table here though. No, no, no. no. We just Wait. moved this. We rotated this table ninety degrees, and then moved it out that way. So the, oh, okay. it was a little cramped for like the producer or the person. Yeah, yeah. At the computer, but anyways. I don't remember where I was sitting, but like I was just sitting. I was you're sitting like, right where you're sitting yeah. right now. <laughs> and like the door was open and I was like, this is weird. Like this feels like a dream where it's like somewhere so familiar, but it just feels off. Yeah. And like right as I said that, a dog just came full <laughs> speed running into here. Yeah. And me or Ryan didn't even say anything. We just looked at each other and just stared at this dog. And then, like a couple, of, like a few seconds later, this lady came and grabbed it. But I was like, "What the, what the, <laughs> what the heck?" Um, so that was really fun. Yeah, I I thought of that too. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else come to mind? I can keep spinning stuff. I don't know. But um, I have a lot of good memories. I've cried in here a lot. Um, I laughed in here a lot too. Um, yeah, I, I think. Anytime I record with just like the original crew was like a really good time. Um, um, I remember one time we were recording and it was Harry's birthday. And so we had like a little like party hat for him like the whole time. But then he kept messing with it while we were recording and you could hear it. And it was really annoying. Um, uh, and again, like just anytime we had like a bunch of people in here and like trying to like go between like one mic with like multiple people it was chaotic, but really fun. Um, trying to think. Um, hmm. I've like practiced my Rubik's cube in here a lot. 
and like timing that. Um, I think trying to think of like a specific memory. Um, I had a lot of fun when we um, were like we pulled up seven on the laptop or not laptop, but like the computer, and like we recorded kind of like a live reaction of like me watching it for the first time, which is now one of my favorite movies. But that was fun and sticks out of my memory a lot and uh, has informed my nightmares since <laughs> a particular scene. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, that was really fun. I just think that was a really good experience um, doing that. So, yeah, I feel like I had something else, like another kind of memory that stuck out. But I don't know. I just feel like every time I'm in here is very like feels very significant because I've spent so much time and like so many late nights here yeah we're um, all commuters yeah we're all commuters yeah so i just spent a lot of time in here just like either like waiting to be picked up or just like needing a space and this was has all been like a, always been like a very good like quiet space for me to like do homework or do work or something like that um also a memory of being in here and um there was a tornado well, there's a tornado warning and then the sirens went off and I started freaking out and I was with somebody else and I like was like panicking because I'm terrified of tornadoes and we ended up going into the TTV studio and we went into the cry room and I stayed in the cry room for like the rest of the night. Um, so, yeah. That was a good memory. What? No, 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 you're fine. Even like stressful uh, yeah. I was like, I've cried in here a lot but even those are like good memories I think because it's just like yeah. it's such a special place and so I always see it as like um like even like that memory is just like funny to think back on like i was like in here like freaking out i like ball my eyes out as soon as the sirens go off it's just like a natural reaction and but like even now like i think it's just funny like i started off in here crying and then i was just like taking all my stuff and like running and like curled up in the little cry room and like that like as if the cry room was gonna do anything if a tornado came through <laughs> Kendall like it's not gonna do anything like yeah. it's barely holding on right now like behind us but you know yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was just messing with you. Um, I was trying to, another cool thing was like we were on the radio. Oh yeah, I forgot <laughs> about that. It was a very small radio. Is oh, yeah. Iris, who was our editor last mm -hmm. semester, now working for that radio station, I think, was just like it was when we were doing our Halloween series, and she was like, "Do you want to like do a podcast like exclusively for the radio?" And we did it, and I listened to it, and it just. That is really cool. I didn't, I didn't catch it. I don't think. You didn't. You didn't think so. Um, I have. I think I have it. If if you never, because we didn't upload that one anywhere else. Yeah. That was a no, that was a radio exclusive. <laughs> um, oh, I thought of something else. Go for it. Um. So when Harry was my was my assistant director, sorry <laughs> if you're following the the storyline here. I think I, I just named on him. So. Um, oh, I thought we already had. Oh, uh, well. So when Harry was my assistant director. Um, we, it, like, he's, he was also a commuter, um, at a certain point he started, wait, was he a commuter at that point? I don't know. He was always in here. Um, and, um, so we were just like kind of take turns of like being in here and like consistently whenever one of us was like walking in, we were like, you know, like the like Western, like cowboy kind of thing where they mm -hmm. like, yeah. you know whoever gets their gun up first consistently like any time like one of us would like walk in we would immediately like if someone was sitting there they'd swivel around and we'd immediately be like yeah and so you could do it fast and so it was funny if it wasn't one of us walking into the room because we were always just like so prepared to be like 
you know, guns drawn. Um, so that's always like a that's a fun little memory. Yeah. I also really like the cyber podcast. That's what I was gonna say earlier is that the cyber podcast was a very very good memory and very very fun, and I would like to do that again. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um. I had put down here the catch that kid episode. I just yeah, I feel like I feel too. like we just laughed for like an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Um but I w- I will say like I think just like this kind of comes with the Halloween series but like I think just me and you getting more in a rhythm of just like knowing how to do this. Yeah, definitely. Um I think I think recording making a habit of recording every week really helped. Yeah, and we also um, had never recorded with each other before. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I haven't like really gone back and listened to some of our early episodes from the year. Maybe they're a little bit rough, but I don't know. I feel like I, I can just tell like we're in, a, we're like when I'm not having to think about it because I feel like at the beginning I'd be like, oh, what am I gonna say next? What am I gonna say next? But like now I'm just like now we're just talking. Yeah, um, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Any time I've been in here, recording has been great. Just like any time I can put a podcast together and we can record it. Yeah. I mean, in whether it's always it, been fun. Whether it's super planned or not. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes the funniest thing come from like I'm trying to think of like an on the spot one we did. The Pokemon one. Yeah. Which may, <laughs> I think that one was like funny for us. I don't know how entertaining it was, it was for other people. I feel like for other people, yeah. <laughs> but I, I remember editing it and like laughing a bunch just because yeah. it was I feel like we were torturing ourselves by oh, like yeah. <laughs> yeah. rating everything. Well, and we were like, we're gonna do all of them. <laughs> <laughs> we got through one fifty one, and we were like, all right, that's it, <laughs> we're done. We rated just the Pokemon, like, like we had the, just a tier list, and I was like, half the time I'm like, that one's cute, that one's not cute. <laughs> um, but there's a lot of funny things happen throughout it. Um, you said that every time you've been recording in here is like. A good time or a fun time. Does this extend to um, the early days of what's on our screens when you were having to deal with hot takes every single every yes. time? I remember you being so stressed and it was so funny. Yeah. There, <laughs> the, Can you elaborate? The, the person who I recorded with who like, I don't know what happened. I think I just was have, like having a hard time communicating with him and getting him to like come on because um, I didn't enjoy recording with him. Um, this is me like extending an olive branch. Yeah. Listening. <laughs> um, but no, but like he, he would tend to just like whip out a hot take just like <laughs> whenever he felt like it. And I would just have to like react to it in some way. I don't, I don't know if it was just like for content yeah. or yeah. if or, uh, he actually felt, I feel like some of them he actually felt that way. Cause he had to some sort of argument to back it up. Mm-hmm. Also, I remember there being so many times where like. Whoever was like editing, if like Harry was editing, he would be like, "Can we leave this in?" And I'd be like, "No, you absolutely cannot leave that in." And it was always something that the person you recorded with said. Like yeah. I was always like, I, "No, that needs to be cut out. Like <laughs> you can't say that." <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, that's funny. If you guys don't have anything else, I was just gonna ask. I guess all of us. Um, what did you guys get out of being a part of Studio 151? Okay, you're looking at me, so I'll go first. Oh, um, I was... Okay. <laughs> um, I got out 
well, a lot of really good memories and a lot of really good friends. Um, yeah, I don't know. I got I'm gonna get like emotional thinking about it. Um, I just think the space has been so important to me um, and kind of, you know, developing this like appreciation for, I guess, like the podcast industry and podcasting. Um, but it's also kind of gone on to inform like what I want to do. Um, even though I'm not like in like the, you know, audio or like podcasting industry, um, having the experience of like the leadership of like trying to like, you know, manage an organization and um I guess like like now I'm very interested in like project management and I think that was kind of born out of my experience with um being director and trying to get things like off the ground and you know figure things out um but I think so even though that you know really helped you know my resume and stuff um and just like building skills I think ultimately like the thing that I got out of it the most was just all the memories and like the good times and all the cries and yeah all the like the people that I got to like meet and spend time with in here so it's always hold a very special place in my heart even when specifically this space is demolished and reduced to rubble <laughs> <laughs> um yeah you have anything wrong? um yeah i don't know a lot of the same stuff um some great friends i met you guys through this and that's been awesome you guys are great thank you uh thank you i learned to edit podcasts yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was i was asking the question like, i think it can be technical stuff like that yeah i don't like i don't know a lot of the technical stuff like i hadn't really done a lot of like I've done some video editing, but not like seriously. And now I've done some video editing, some audio editing, um, managing people a little bit, trying to get people to commit to stuff, even though they're like kind of on the fence about it. Yeah. Um, a lot of that. Um, yeah. And I just, I, I, I mean, I think you and I were, were talking about this at some point, just like, it's been a rewarding experience, especially this past year, um, just seeing how much we've grown and been able to like get more people in and get people to make more podcasts and uh, inspire the like creativity and the membership has been has been really rewarding and great. Um, I mean, part of that's <laughs> part of that's been our our uh, our membership has just been like bringing new people in every week mm -hmm. like forcing them to come with them mm -hmm. um but it's it's produced a lot of really great stuff so yeah 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 i agree with both things you said i mean i i you know had a had decent amount of experience with like video and audio editing but you know this consistent and i just realized like i i mean i've gotten really fast and like i you know not to brag, but I, I feel like I've gotten really good at it um, and just like covering things up when something needs to be or just any anything revolving around that. And, you know, I've never never had to like manage a social media account. And I feel like that's something that I've actually like enjoyed doing. And like, I don't know, I like like checking like how the posts are doing and, and stuff like that or just yeah, like yeah. how the episodes are doing like that. Yeah, that. All that is just like been really fun. And I'm like, oh, this one did really good. I wonder why. Or, like, yeah, yeah. Um, so just stuff like that. I 
it's been really incredible to be a part of and you kind of mentioned just like kind of guiding people and leading people and that's something I think like I wouldn't necessarily think about when I'm like what did I get out of this but I 100% did because I think you know starting my freshman year I don't think I would have ever thought I would have been in like a leadership position where I am you know very much informing like a group of people or that I'm like so confident in an area that I feel like I can teach people and I I definitely have gotten there and I think that's just that's really cool um and like you said I mean like I don't know, we have like five or six regular podcasts going on right now. And like, yeah. that's awesome. Um, and I, yeah, I just feel like, you know, there the, the potential can, you know, continue to be so much more. And I'm, you know, I think this is kind of taking a step back and just going to all of us. I mean, I think we've all just put an incredible amount of work into this. Um, and I think it really shows. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to encapsulate all of it, but I think just like where the studio started and kind of through Cloris's era and through our era, it's continued to grow. And I think, you know, we have two um, new co-directors that have a lot of like, a lot of ambitions, a lot of ideas and like mm -hmm. are also young. And I, I think there's going to be a... <laughs> What? Sorry, <laughs> they're young. Yeah. As if you're not young, but nothing. In terms of like, yeah. yeah, they they are going to be at college. They've, yeah. they've got a couple yeah. of years to to establish. Something. Yeah, and yeah. and I know I've talked with Ryan, and like you know we've only been doing this for one year, and like part of me is like wish I did it for more, just yeah. because like the amount we've accomplished in this year, I'm like, well, what if we had another year? You know, so there there's that kind of thinking, but obviously I'm super happy to like glad to have any part of it. Um, but yeah, it just it, it makes me look forward to to what to what Studio One Fifty One is gonna be. Um, yeah, I don't know. I couldn't ask for better people to have part of part of this club and to be as passionate. Um, I mean, I feel like we're all equal passionate. Um, and I did just like want to say like I don't. You guys might feel the same way, but like this you know, being in this role genuinely brought me so much joy. Like, yeah. I I don't ever, like, obviously editing podcasts feels like work sometimes, but, like, fun work. Yeah, yeah, I'm always, I'm always happy to do it. Yeah, and, like, I don't, I could, like, tell, like, on Wednesdays I would be, like, excited. One, because mm -hmm. we're recording, um, and also we're, like, get to talk to, a group of people about podcasts and what they're going to be doing and like that's just genuinely fun and like like i said like all putting it together releasing it doing a video making a post like it's just like the combination of all of it is just like um so fulfilling um and yeah it never felt like work yeah and it's gonna it's gonna feel weird not having that work anymore <laughs> yeah, um, yeah but i feel like it's definitely um I have found out, you know, an area where, you know, when work doesn't feel like work, that's, you know, potentially something to pursue. And I, I definitely have felt that way. And I don't know if you guys feel the same. Um, but yeah, I don't know if you guys have anything else to say, but. Mm, no, I, I think I just echo like all your statements. Um, and like, thank you 
to Ryan for basically being like my saving grace <laughs> and making content and yeah. you know really taking the reins on that um I think like I was very concerned when I was director just because like I felt like there were a lot of odds stacked against like the studio and you know um but it's cool to see like that it you know came out of that um and nice to see like I know Caspian we had kind of like talked about this before that it's kind of like um it's like a plant so it's like Jenna like I don't know put the dirt down and then I put in the seeds and then you guys started watering it and now it's like a little plant you know so it's just cool to see how like um you know when I came in it basically not being anything to like slowly kind of getting like recognition and like garnering interest even like like the fact that it even survived the pandemic like going from having like again like having like no sort of like nothing to really establish it before like like so with like the pot or not podcast but with tutv is it's been going for like you know over like what over like two decades <laughs> more than that maybe um and like 151 didn't have that and it still somehow like survived a global pandemic and like it's like really like flowering and like becoming like its own thing i'm just very proud to see that so yeah i yeah i agree i <laughs> this is like a emotional bait question but i just was gonna like ask and we've already kind of hinted at it but just if you guys have any like specific thing that you're gonna miss i think all of it (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's fine the space the social time um the podcast making podcasts having that time and the ability to do that um because when you enter the workforce you're not gonna have time to do that unless you're in like podcasting so just very special space and special time yeah i said i I think i've expressed this to you a couple times it's just going to be weird to not have like podcasts to edit (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's just gonna be weird to not have that thing to think about yeah i think it's gonna be weird like not having like because i think i've still had the space through you guys and like being able to like come here and like do work in it and it's gonna be weird like not having this kind of space at all yeah it can become somebody else's cry room (laughs) yeah i know for sure well yeah i don't know if i have anything else Uh, i just want to say thank you guys so much for all the effort that you put in um you know i don't want to sound like a broken record but i we really have put in a lot of work and I think this is just going to keep getting better. And I don't think that would have happened if we didn't put all this work into it. What do you have, Glorks? The number one thing I'm going to miss are the NPR people. I know I've complained about them a lot. Um, <laughs> a lot, a lot, because they're very noisy. Um, but I think I will miss them. You'll miss the noise. Yes, the random curse words yelled, the door 
opening and th- that's a memory that we didn't talk about. I think that's probably yeah. my favorite memory now that I think about it. I don't know if you want to tell it really quick, but it's kind of weird. Like it's I weird. part of me feels like I did something wrong. <laughs> yeah. So I think I think we told you but so there's a door right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So one time me and Cloris <laughs> were were sitting in the two seats that you were in. A lady opened it, but there's this curtain. So there yeah. just was like, like you could just see a figure peeking their head through it. Like through? Just yes. Like through this, yeah. Through the, and we're, she, so that's in the middle between us. Yeah. And. We both just went silent. Well, so I think she was like, hello? Like, <laughs> like, which is already, I don't remember. I feel like she said something. I think they were like, is this like a closet or something like that? Okay, maybe it was that. They Uh, were definitely talking about what it was. So I was just like, part of me was like, I was like, do we say something? Because like, but then I was like, if I say anything, I'm like, like, they're right next to me. Like, it's going (laughs) to scare the crap out of them. Mm -hmm. Um, If they think, if they're like really confused. But then also I'm like, it's weird if I don't say anything. Yeah, yeah. But then we just didn't say anything. Yeah, so we went with... It's going to be weird, and we just decided to be quiet, and we didn't move. We stayed super still and waited until they closed the door. <laughs> and then it... and then and we both bust out laughing. It just was so weird just seeing a head yeah. just, <laughs> just form. <laughs> um, yeah, terrifying, too. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, I don't know. Part of me feels so weird about that. <laughs> Surprised they haven't tried again. Also, that that was their first time trying. Yeah, maybe it was like a new person or yeah, something. Yeah, I don't know. But I, I think somebody like was I'd with them. I feel like if there was just yeah. a door, yeah. that'd be me. <laughs> there was two of them. There was for sure two of them. Like, what is this? No, 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 and then they closed it. Yeah, I'm. I'm like, what? I'm surprised they didn't try and further investigate it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, sorry to derail your little no, no, conclusion no. there, but yeah, that's my favorite memory. No, you're good. I mean, I feel like I'm kind of just repeating myself a little bit, but I yeah, I'm genuinely just really thankful for you too. And yeah, same here. Yeah, Cloris for getting me into it, and Caspian for helping me yeah. keep doing it. Of course. Um, yeah, and looking forward to what what Avery and Betty do. Yeah, because. They've been they've been wonderful this past year. Yeah. Well, I'm also looking forward to what we do. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I hope. Yeah, I don't want communication to be cut off in any way. I want to still keep in touch. Um. Yeah. Looking at you because you're the one that's moving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh... Don't live here, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, really appreciate you guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I don't know if this will be our last time. I don't know. Maybe this building will still exist, or we'll be called on for some alum episode or something. But don't make me cry. I'm sorry. Um, but you know, this is potentially our last time recording. Um, couldn't have had better people to deal with and I'm glad that you guys both wanted to sit down and talk about this it's just uh, I remember Ryan kept like 
we kept trying to schedule this, and he was like, kept kind of like, you want to do it this week? And I'm like, no, I'll push it back. <laughs> yeah, push it back. Because, like, I don't, I just knew I wasn't going to, like, feel it, you know, because it wasn't going to feel like the last episode, you know, if, like, it's not at the end, um, because we're still going to do stuff. Um, but, yeah, thank you to everyone that is part of the, like, TU Media Lab and keeping this space open. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I guess we're all going to sign off one last time. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to sit here and cry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to cry. And now you got me. I'm sorry. It's okay. Well, goodbye, everybody. And thank you for listening. And hope the best for the TU Media Lab and us. Yep. Yep. All Bye. Right. See you. Bye. <laughs>